0: Welcome to the Fiddle Studio Podcast, featuring tunes and stories from the world of traditional music and fiddling. I'm Megan Beller, and today I'll be bringing you a setting of Buck Mountain, from a jam at the Peabody Heights Brewery in Baltimore, Maryland. Hello everyone, I hope you are well. Today I'm going to be talking all about vibrato, and vibrato and fiddling. We will talk about what it is, when to use it, when not to use it. And I'll give you some information about how to learn it as best as I can over you know <laughs> without you being able to see what I'm doing. There are a lot of great videos, so if you're trying to learn vibrato, look it up, but I'll tell you how I teach it. I don't know what it is about the quality of vibrato that makes it sound good to people. I mean, the human voice does vibrato people people sing, they have vibrato. I don't really understand the mechanism because my voice has never. Naturally, done a vibrato, and I've I've never learned how to how to make it happen. So I hear people do vibrato in their singing, and you hear it in a lot of instruments. You know, all the bowed string instruments will do vibrato, even on the brass and woodwinds. I I did play the flute, and in the flute you can do a vibrato with your with your breath in and out. And sometimes you'll also see with Irish flute, they'll be doing their finger up and down over the hole to give it that kind of quaver that shimmery up and down sound something about it must sound good people like the sound a bit it is on the fiddle it's a motion that comes from your finger your fingers tilting back and forth as it's pushing the note down as it tilts it makes the pitch waver and go up and down but it's it's not a motion of your finger so it's not i've seen everything People. Uh, your finger's not kind of going up and down as it's pressing down. It's not sliding at all. There's no sliding of your finger in vibrato. It's nothing you're doing with your bow arm. It is a motion that's either done from your arm or your your kind of wrist and your hand. So people talk about arm vibrato, where the arm is moving, kind of sliding back and forth, and the finger's tilting in response, and you get vibrato. Or you can just tilt, sort of flop, (laughs) flap your hand back and forth and your fingers tilting in response. So that's often called wrist vibrato. When we use vibrato, well, classical violinists use vibrato anywhere they can use it. Every single note. Basically, it's a special effect in classical music not to use vibrato. Fiddlers use vibrato for waltzes. I I use it for waltzes generally or airs as desired for longer notes in tunes or songs. But we don't use it for most up tempo dance tunes. So talking about jigs, reels, polkas, um, hornpipes. We're not we're not using vibrato. Basically, not at all. And that's the biggest thing I have to work on when I work with classical players. Oh my goodness. They have made their vibrato so automatic that it's really hard for their hand to stop vibrating (laughs) while they're playing. Of course, they can't learn the tune up to tempo, so they're playing it slow and it just their classical uh, brain kicks in and they really their hand wants to do vibrato so bad. So if you've learned to do vibrato and it's automatic, you've got to take the control back. And um learn to minimize, basically eliminate vibrato for up-to-speed dance tunes, and you can still throw it in for the other stuff, um, the slower pieces. A lot of fiddlers may not do any vibrato at all, but but if you want to learn it, I'll give you my little my little method. It can be pretty, you know, if you're playing a Shokin Farewell, throw some vibrato in there. Actually, it's funny, I did my whole degree. Violin and music education, but nobody taught me how to teach vibrato. And I didn't remember I was so young when I learned it. So, when I was a very young teacher, just out of college, maybe 22, I was working for Alice Kanak, wonderful Suzuki teacher at her school in Rochester, where I went to college. And I had a student who was trying to do vibrato. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think the student could do it. And I didn't really know how to teach it. I ended up kind of sucking it up and going to Alice and saying, I I don't know what to do about the student. You know, I didn't want to look like I couldn't teach, but she was trying to do vibrato, my student, and, and she wasn't getting it at all. It was, you know, she was doing something else. One of those other things I mentioned, sliding her finger or something. Alice was really great about it. She said, well, just, Teacher vibrato and I said, Well, I did not know, she's in book one or whatever. She wasn't at the at the place in the books where we usually teach vibrato. And she said, What? Well, just break it down and, and teach it to her. That was a really helpful not only did I learn from Alice that day and in, in future days how to teach vibrato, her her method, which I use a variation of, but also I just love the attitude of just break it down and teach it. And it's basically how I approach a lot of aspects of fiddling and teaching fiddle and teaching fiddle tunes that there's nothing too hard to learn. If you want to learn it, you just break it down and you can go through it bit by bit, master each step and move on to the next one. So that's how I do vibrato. It can take uh, some people I've seen learn vibrato in a couple of days. Most times it takes a couple months to get all these steps down. You want to get each one down. If you're having trouble with the next one, go back. Go from the beginning or the last step. I start with a knuckles. So here are the steps. A knuckles, banjo slide, banjo stick, fiddle slide, fiddle stick, add the bow and pass it. So <laughs> it's my little sequence for vibrato. When I'm same knuckles, I'm making a circle with my thumb and my first finger, and I'm kind of gently pressing the very first knuckle on my first finger to loosen it up. This is the knuckle that's going to need to be responsive to get you that tilting. And I do it with each finger. I'll try to do a reel of this so you can see. It's a really great vibrato exercise. It's hard to describe. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say over the phone, but over the podcast. We start with that and then we do banjo slides. So you're holding your fiddle like a banjo or sort of under your arm, holding it down where you would hold a guitar. And Put your first finger on the A string lightly and you just slide it up and down your whole hand. Your thumb comes with it and you're sliding no bow and not really pressing on the string, just lightly kind of like you're polishing your string. You do different fingers, different strings, and that's banjo slide. And banjo stick is you spin beat up your slide. So if you're going whoosh, 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 now you're going whoosh, 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 just with your finger lightly touching the string. And then gently you stick that finger. Your arm keeps moving back and forth, but now your finger is sticking and hopefully kind of tilting back and forth in response to your arm. So you've got your banjo slide and then your banjo stick. And then fiddle slide, fiddle stick is doing the same thing, but now you're putting the fiddle on the shoulder. When people put their fiddle on their shoulder, some kind of tension can creep up. So sometimes they, their vibrato looks beautiful when their fiddle's down, kind of in that banjo <laughs> style on their lap, and then they put it up on their shoulder and they can't do it at all. So keep recycling the steps as you need them. On your shoulder, you you know you put a finger on a string, trace it up and down very lightly, finger lightly on the string, thumb lightly on the side of the neck and practice that motion. This is arm vibrato. So you're practicing that motion with your arm. And then when you do fiddle stick, you make the motion smaller and faster. And you start to push that finger down to stick it in one place on the string while your arm keeps making that back and forth motion. And now you should have um, still not using your bow, but a kind of silent vibrato. And the last two steps are add your bow. And I, when I'm doing this with students, I have them get their vibrato started and then kind of put the bow in their hand and have them start playing after they've already, they're already shaking their arm, they're already doing vibrato. Because again, just like when you put your fiddle on your shoulder and you kind of tense up, a lot of students will, once they're bringing their bow to their string, they'll they'll tense up. So that's another place you may have to go back and recycle old steps. And once you can do it with the bow now, not you just want to use a scale and practice passing it from finger to finger. That was a lot of information. I look I will make a um a video of this so you can see. It's a great little method. I've used it a lot. Our tune today is Buck Mountain. Buck Mountain is a real in D major. So Buck Mountain is a mountain in northwestern Albemarle County, Virginia. Hmm, not sure at all if that's how you say it. And um, I guess it's a pretty prominent mountain in that area. I haven't been down there. I hike a lot of mountains, but haven't hiked Buck Mountain. So this, this tune comes from that area. So apparently there was a fiddler from Woodridge in that area by the name of Napoleon Bonaparte Crissome, who went by Uncle Nip. And they said the Uncle Nip was from his drinking habits and not a shortening of Napoleon. He was playing down there in Virginia in the 30s. Uh, This tune kind of caught on. He played it. And there was a group called the Virginia Vagabonds, 1932. Who also learned it from him, maybe, and played it. The Vagabonds would sometimes play this tune in G major, but yeah, we do the version that's in D major. There's another fiddler who played it, Armin Barnett, who was the source for this tune. I guess this tune is in the Portland collection, which is a famous collection for contra dance fiddlers. So I've got that one. He was playing it in the early 1970s and sort of part of its revival. He was a fiddler who went to school down in Charlotte, North Carolina, so maybe picked up the tune down there. Yeah, Barnett played a lot of different things, played Irish really well, won won All-Ireland in 1978, also, you know, played Old Time when he was in that area, still plays and tours with a lot of different string bands, and based in Seattle. So here we go with Buck Mountain. You ready? Listening, you can head over to fiddlestudio.com to find sheet music for this tune and more information about becoming a member of Fiddle Studio. I'll be back next time with another tune for you. Have a wonderful day.